Welcome to TV7 Israel's podcast. We invite you to listen and share our latest content from Israel and the region. Shalom and welcome to another episode of Editor's Note. I'm Jonathan Hassan, the Editor-in-Chief of TV7 Israel. And joining me here in the studio is our Production Manager, Mr. Yair Pinto. Yair, how about you start with a word of prayer? Sure, and I would like to encourage our viewers to join me as I pray. Thank you, God, for being with us. Thank you for being faithful through us in this difficult time. I pray that you will bless this program and help us share your word with our viewers and help each and every one of them receive something personally today. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Well, Jonathan, can you please give us a little bit of an um, update on what's going right now in Israel, in Jerusalem, in our neighborhoods? Well, uh, as you're aware, and I'm sure our viewers who follow also TV7 Israel News are aware, we're currently under lockdown. Uh, praise God, we do have the accreditation, TV7, in order to continue to operate uh, regularly with our mm-hmm. broadcast, and, and that is truly a blessing. Nevertheless, uh, just to give an idea, there are about one million uh, people that uh, don't have a, a job, be them unemployed or uh, on leave without pay. It's about an unemployment rate is currently at 467.9 thousand. But uh, together with those on uh, unpaid leave, uh, it uh, accumulates to about one million. This actually means that within the labor force of Israel, as everybody may know, Israel has a demographic of about 9 million people Mm -hmm. today. Uh, And the labor force in Israel is 4.177 million. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, less than half of the 9 million Israelis that live here are actually uh, equipped as uh, workers uh, or able to work within the, the labor force. And... Out of that, one of every four Israelis, give or take, is out of a job. Now, mm-hmm. usually this is uh, the uh, lower middle class, uh, middle class, and uh, mm-hmm. the, the poor in Israel, who usually have also a, a higher number of children. So this actually impacts so many households in Israel, mm-hmm. so many families, so many children, and it's heartbreaking. It really is heartbreaking. Uh, a lot of people who are still working are also struggling because the schools are shut down, like uh, is the yeah. case in many countries around the world. And uh, this makes uh, life very difficult on many people. So I think that um, during this time, uh, even though Israel is accustomed to times of crisis because of the conflicts uh, we lived uh, through and uh, are experiencing on a regular basis every several years, mm-hmm. um, this really uh, is a unique situation in which every household is suddenly impacted directly. Yes, more than just, you know, jobs and schooling system. We're not allowed to leave our houses more than uh, 1,000 uh, meters. Indeed. So we're only Indeed. like allowed to basically to take the garbage out, get back, and we can only go to buy groceries come back. This has a deeper effect on our livelihoods, Indeed. especially now in the holiday season where we're used to, you know, celebrating the feasts and the holidays together with our families, with our loved ones, with our friends. So 
it's it's very very serious the situation you know freedom of movement is something that grants people also uh beyond the health of movement mm -hmm. it provides also mental health to be able to not stay cooked up within one uh place uh and uh, I, i think to a certain degree people don't realize how many consequences this has for so many people who become depressed, who feel hopeless, who are uh, discouraged in so many levels. And uh, yes, it, it is truly impacting Israel. Israel today is not Israel pre-corona pandemic oh. crisis. It's a new Israel. Uh, I was walking yesterday with my wife uh, uh, not far from our house and uh, just to walk around and, and mm -hmm. uh, let my son experience the outside Uh, for the first uh, several times of his life. And I saw a few trucks standing next to stores, shutting down the store, taking out all the merchandise yeah, because they go bankrupt. Yeah. So uh, Israel's really impacted. And I encourage you uh, at home, pray for Jerusalem, pray for Israel. Uh, the situation is really dire, uh, economically speaking. And uh, the strain on the doctors is really increasing. Uh, we have doctors in our families. Uh, one of the staff members of TV7, his wife is a doctor. So we really experience uh, the way they deal with the current situation firsthand. Uh, they work for uh, 24 hours. It's been actually increased to 26 hours per shift uh, straight. So yes. they, they continually yes. work for 26 hours, take a, a a few hours off and go back to work and, and, yeah, and doing that words, while so. the kids are still at home. Yeah, yeah. It's a very, very difficult. It's a life, a life changing experience and we don't know how long it will last, but we really, you know, hope and pray for, for a vaccine or for an interference by God. To, and there to is solve. hope. Always, there is hope always. because we have hope in, in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, who we believe that will deliver Israel. And there's, No peace without Jesus. Yeah, plus I believe that God has a plan for this situation and we should look at the good things. Mm. Even though it's very hard now where we should focus on the good things that are the close family, that are seeking and trying to listen to God's words. Now that we have a lot of time with ourselves, we should use it to seek and hear God. Indeed. And he, he will have an answer for each and every one of us. We shouldn't Indeed. be afraid. No, we should you know, not. We should not, indeed. He's taking care of us and not ourselves, not the economy, and uh, not anybody else. We should put our trust in him. Mm -hmm. And the word is, is very clear about this. His words are everlasting. And so long as we put our trust in him, he will take care of us. Mm -hmm. uh, whatever our troubles may be, so long as it is in line with his will. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we pray and pray and pray and intercede for something to happen and it doesn't come to pass and we become frustrated with God. Why not give God the, the honor he deserves for being uh, the, the uh, prime, the, the, the essence of knowledge, the essence of, of wisdom for our lives, for humanity, for this world, for the universe? You know, because mm -hmm. God really has our best interests at his heart, which is something that uh, it amazes me every time over yeah. and again. Uh, but let's continue further. Yeah, well, we have launched a, a new program, Watchmen Talk. 
Indeed. Okay, and um, we're just about to uh, record a new guest, and we're very excited about it. And this guest, uh, he was a retired uh, military personnel, and he is in charge of Israel's space industry, and uh, is also involved with Israel's uh, cyber warfare, which we both know that uh, the battlefield these days is not just tanks and uh, soldiers, it's much more. It's uh, cyber warfare, it's uh, technology wars that Israel is currently and has been for the past few years involved in these warfares with uh, Iran and with other countries. So I believe that this guest uh, will be very special. Major I, General in Reserve uh, Yitzhak Ben Israel. Yes. Uh, he's a brilliant person. Uh, uh, I've heard him speak on several occasions and uh, Uh, heard many different uh, updates uh, on his uh, life as uh, a person who he commanded Mafat, which is the the uh, development uh, uh, division mm-hmm. within the Air Force and the, the military intelligence for the development of Israel's futuristic, so to speak, uh, warfare, be it cybersecurity, space and, and other things. So uh, he is very knowledgeable uh, about uh, Israel's uh, Uh, need for security in, in different dimensions. So uh, even though we report sometimes about the, the uh, alleged Israeli strikes in Syria, in Iraq, and in other places, and ongoing operations, there is also behind the scenes, of course, the Mossad is very operational, and, and uh, Israel's uh, elite forces are also active behind enemy lines. But um, what a lot of people don't know is that Israel and Iran are going head to head when it comes to cyber mm-hmm. uh, and there is a lot of attacks uh, be it on Iranian nuclear infrastructure which are attributed to Israel on different uh, uh, facilities there and there have been attacks by Iran on Israeli hospitals on Israel's water system and so on so it is a dire situation um, the Iranians have invested in significant amounts of uh, money mm-hmm. following the the influx of, of finance uh, uh, that uh, culminated after the 2015 nuclear agreement with Iran um, so they they used that money in order to bolster the their military capabilities uh, both in cyber yeah, and, and cyber is hardware. one of them exactly, exactly. yeah so. and and to another program that we're about to launch it will actually be aired on Saturday and Uh, next week not this coming Saturday on not, YouTube yes on YouTube on social media okay. exactly and we would like to welcome you and um, have you join this program with us and uh, this program is very special as we call on our viewers to pray with us pray and share their prayer request with us you know prehand they send us before and then we we show it on the screen and then together we We read the Bible, we give uh, encouragement, and we ask our viewers to join us in prayer. Indeed. Okay, so basically it's a, it's a big prayer initiative, a global one. Our working title, Jerusalem Praise. Yes. And we want truly to unite the body in prayer. Um, even though I, I am a strong believer that when you intercede to God and, and really want uh, fellowship with him, you should go to the back room in your house and have that quiet time with the Lord in order to um, communicate with him about your own challenges, about your own fears, about your own expectations, but also on your gratefulness to him. Uh, at the same time, I think that uh, the Bible is very clear that when two or three 
come in the name of the Lord, mm-hmm. uh, Jesus will be amongst us. Yeah, and we want to read it, yeah. go ahead. So, Matthew 18, uh, verse 19 to 20. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Indeed, and also uh, Hebrews 10, 24 and 25 mm-hmm. from the New King James Version. And let us consider one another in order to steer up love and good works, not forsaking the assembling of ourselves together, as is the manner of some, but exhorting one another, and so much the more as you see the day approaching. And as we see the day approaching, Mm -hmm. and all the signs, you know, uh, around us, uh, we see more and more the events transpiring based on biblical scripture. And uh, all we can do is is unite together as Mm -hmm. one body of Christ. Uh, There are different, of course, uh, scriptures that refer to that uh, beyond those. But we want to create one body mm-hmm. who prays for each other, who encourages each other, who stands by one another. Praying for our neighbors, praying Absolutely. for our enemies. For our nations. And, and um, it is a blessing to have this platform and really being able to uh, work and, and um, see how the body becomes one in all that we do. And, and this is something that... Uh, we're right now a grassroots uh, movement, I see it. Uh, we're, we're starting from uh, humble beginnings, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, slowly, slowly, those things will develop. They will grow. We will uh, encourage, of course, more productions uh, uh, once the Lord permits it and, and we have the capacity to do so. Mm-hmm. And uh, this program is really uh, something that I believe will start something new for the body from all over the world to join together and, and be an active part of what we do. We want to interact with one each, uh, mm-hmm. one another. And uh, I was very excited to see the videos coming in and, and seeing those and um, from North America, from Africa, from Europe, from so Malaysia. many places. Yeah, no, it's, New it's Zealand. really yes. exciting, really exciting. And uh, we will try, of course, to... Um, put as many of the videos in to the the, Mm -hmm. um, broadcast uh, time cap that Mm -hmm. we have. Uh, But if they don't get on the first program, they will get on the second program. And I just encourage you, keep those uh, people who who ask for um, prayer in your prayers as well. Um, Join them in in understanding the difficulties and at the same time also um, ask others to pray for it. We want it to become a global uh, um, situation where we unite with one another to speak to God. God is alive, He is living, and He is uh, asking us to communicate with Him about those things. So, And He's telling us that He's with us. If we are seeking Him together, two or three, and uh, through these programs we're doing even much more than that, so I truly believe that God is with us. Amen. Okay, Amen. so we should talk to him. We should ask him and pray for him. Moving to the next point, uh, Feast of Tabernacles is uh, just around the corner. It actually starts tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, one of uh, my favorite feasts, I must say. 
in contrast to previous years, because of the closure here in Israel, uh, we're not uh, seeing a lot of what used to be, uh, of course, the Feast of Tabernacles and, and uh, so many different aspects is, is uh, a feast of joyous gathering. Yeah, it's a commandment to be happy for seven days and to celebrate. Indeed. What are we celebrating? We're celebrating that God gave, gave us our lives. He, he basically saved us from sin and from death. You know, according to the Jewish calendar, it's, it's a Yom Kippur that we ask and received um, forgiveness. And now we are celebrating in the Feast of Tabernacles with God. And in the end times, we believe that He will rule in Jerusalem and all the nations around the world. This is not just a feast for the Jews or for the Israelis. This is a feast that all the nations are commanded to come and celebrate. Amen. Because God is one God for everybody. Okay, and I can read the, read the verse about uh, this calling, that God is calling on all the nations to come and celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles in Jerusalem. In Zechariah 14, verse 16 and 18. And it shall come to pass that everyone who is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall go up from year to year to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, and to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. And it shall be that whichever of the families of the earth do not come up to Jerusalem to worship the King, the Lord of hosts, on them there will be no rain. Indeed. Amen. I think uh, another point that I, I find very important, as we are one body of, of Christ and, and uh, something that we have been uh, promoting uh, through TV7 to, to establish uh, one unity mm -hmm. of a body, mm -hmm. we're all individuals, but together we become one body. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, as former military, we always think about uh, strategies and, of course, identifying working things. together and you cannot do it alone. But yeah. it is always about working together. And I mm -hmm. believe that uh, as in physical warfare, also in spiritual warfare, when uh, a multitude comes together mm -hmm. and praises God and, and proclaims his name here in Jerusalem or by means of uh, uh, social media or, or other platforms these days because of the situation, we can make a spiritual war through those means and really pro uh, proclaim the name of the Lord to the nations. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of those things, of course, uh, uh, encourages us to work as one body in different ministries, uh, which are, of course, uh, uh, mentioned in the Bible, among others, of course, Romans 12, 4 to 8, where it says, uh, for as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we, being many, are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gift, uh, gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us, let us use them. If prophecy, let us prophesy in proportion to our faith, our ministry, let us use it in our ministering. Uh, he who teaches is teaching, he who exhorts is exhorting, uh, exhortion, uh, exhortation, sorry, he who gives with uh, liberality, he who leads with diligence, he who shows mercy with cheerfulness. You know, I, I think that uh, 
even though, according to Ephesians 2, verse 8, it's not by deeds that we've been saved, but by the grace of God, so we may not boast by our actions, uh, still it is important because we want to reflect Christ through us, um, faith without deeds, action. action is worthless. And doing it in love, of course. Yes, and by the fruits, they will see us. And therefore, and therefore, we uh, decided this year, uh, by the grace of God, of course, to um, assist Uh, the International Christian Embassy uh, in Jerusalem, which every year has uh, the famous Feast of Tabernacles, which it hosts uh, thousands of believers from around the world. And uh, this year, too, uh, we have the opportunity to uh, participate in it in a new form. You're going to be the MC of the main event? Yes, basically, I was, um, I was asked by the president of the ICJ uh, to help them and to Uh, MC basically to host the live event from Jerusalem. Okay, the, this year was very difficult for them because they, this is the 40th anniversary of uh, the, found, the founding of the International Christian Embassy Jerusalem. So they planned a huge event with uh, you know, 10,000 uh, pilgrims, Christians from around the world coming here. And now because of this corona, they can, they can barely get their staff here. So... So I said, sure, I'll help you guys. I believe that we're one body and uh, we should help each other out. And um, I also believe it's a great opportunity to share the good news from Jerusalem Amen. and uh, to unite with Christians all over the world uh, and celebrate. Celebrate the Feast of Tabernacles. Celebrate that God uh, won, won over sin and he saved us from death. Uh, with his sacrifice, with Jesus Christ's uh, sacrifice. Indeed. And um, so this year, basically, uh, the feast is going to be uh, starting Friday till Thursday. It's a daily event, and it's online. So the cool thing about this, which I believe is all part of God's plan. Okay, I believe that God is using this uh, crisis in order to reach more people and more Christians than ever before. And... Um, And through that, to touch everybody more and connect them with, with Israel and with Him. Amen. So, God is good. God is good. Absolutely. God is truly amazing. And I think it's, it's uh, evident, you know, by the fruits you will recognize uh, the body. And uh, the ICJ are very fruitful. We know them. We know uh, um, them for many, many years. Uh, And they know our parents also, so <laughs> it goes way back. Uh, among those, of course, is your father-in-law, who is one of the founders of yeah. the Christian Embassy in Jerusalem. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, sure. Um, basically, his name is Timothy King, and uh, he's a Christian from the United States. And he came to Israel because God told him to come to Israel to study the Bible. And uh, in Israel... He joined a group of Christians who celebrated the Feast of Tabernacles. And uh, that year, the Lord spoke to him. It was a very special year because that year, the Jerusalem law was passed, uh, declaring that Jerusalem is the undivided capital of Israel. And after that law was passed, uh, all the Arab nations around the world started an oil embargo, Uh, pressuring all the, the countries to move their embassy from Jerusalem to Tel Aviv. 81, 82. Yeah. yeah. And sadly, they did that. So all the, all the um, embassies moved to, uh, to Tel Aviv, which to these Christians that came to be with Israel, to celebrate with the Jewish people, 
was devastated because all donations left. So they decided if all the embassies will leave Israel, we will open an international Christian embassy in Jerusalem that will stay in Jerusalem and support and be a, a loving and help for the Jewish people. And they did that through funding Aliyah planes, through funding bomb shelters, and uh, bringing pilgrims and tourism to Israel year by year for 40 years now. Shining light and provoking to jealousy, something that uh, uh, can be truly attributed to the mm -hmm. Christian embassy, which has been very active uh, in so many fronts. Uh, but we're running out of time, so I'd like to uh, tr start and, and wrap up uh, our uh, activities here. Um, I, I'd like to point out once again, if uh, you do not know how to send a prayer uh, mm -hmm. request via video, or if you want to do it by text, that's great. Um, contact us and, and we will guide you through it. Mm -hmm. uh, we will uh, take our time and, and do so. Uh, and really, we would like to encourage you to participate in that. Uh, also, uh, I encourage you to watch uh, uh, the live from the ICJ. It is, uh, um, I, I think uh, it is partially subsidized or, or I don't know exactly what, but- Yeah, you can go to the website and then you'll find all the details. Yeah. Even though we're two separate ministries, uh, we don't operate uh, uh, together on a regular basis, uh, we're one body. Uh, we're one body of Christ, and we want to further the kingdom. And each one has his calling uh, that uh, guided us to, to start with the news and, and move into uh, uh, the new productions, uh, three of which happened in the last uh, three months. Yes. But uh, I, I think that God is really um, an amazing father who really wants the best for us. Uh, I will close in prayer, and then uh, we can continue uh, uh, to our other projects behind the scenes, uh, which we have to deal with uh, momentarily. But mm -hmm. thank you for being part of what we're doing. We're a donation-based uh, organization, and every time that you support us uh, with, uh, you know, sometimes people donate one euro yeah. uh, because that's all they can afford. And every time it comes back to uh, the encounter that Jesus had and told his disciples about the lady with the puta, which is something that is like worth a penny. Uh, less than a penny. Mm -hmm. And uh, how she gave more than the richest person who gave mm -hmm. uh, a, a significant amount. I think that every penny that comes into the coffers of TV7 is used and earmarked for the operations. And uh, we're... we're trying as much as possible to bless you by what we do. But let's uh, uh, close in prayer. Thank you, Lord, for being with us during this program, for guiding and leading each and every one of us. I ask for encouragement for all those who need encouragement and strength, that your wisdom will guide them, Father. There are people that are hurting now from uh, the situation. I ask that you will comfort them, that you will... Uh, allow them to put their trust in you. And uh, we really thank you for everything. And, and we humbly come in for, uh, before you and ask you to really guide our footsteps, guide our path forward in all that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much, Yair. Thank and you, Jonathan. this is all the time that we have for today. So I'd like to thank our viewers, and we will see you next time. Thank you for joining us in another TV7 Israel podcast. For more content, visit our website at tv7israelnews.com or follow us on social media.